Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and the Warriors could not pull off the sweep of the Memphis Grizzlies, even though the opportunity was right in their hands. They were up by one, and then a series of unfortunate events, such as Andrew Wiggins getting trapped at half court, and inexplicably, like a college or high school player, he just kind of tossed it into no man's land, and it was stolen by Grace Allen, who dunked it, and the Warriors were done after that. It was still close, but then also there was a play where John Morant missed a push shot or a floater, and Draymond was busy boxing out Valanciunas, and then no one boxed out John Morant, <laughs> and then he just got the putback and yeah, the Warriors could have definitely won this game on the Wiggins play. I'm surprised Wiggins didn't call a timeout. I'm surprised Steve Kerr didn't call a timeout. But this is just one of those games that you can't really get too down on a game-to-game basis. The Grizzlies are chasing the Warriors for a playoff spot for positioning. So that's something to look out for. But hey, the Warriors didn't have any centers outside of Draymond. They started Smilagic, Alan Smilagic, everyone's favorite whipping boy, apparently. I still (laughs) like seeing the kid play for some reason. Maybe it was that, uh, that awful attempted dunk from last season. I'm always hoping he's going to do something like that. But he hit his first three, and then after that, he missed the rest of his shots. I don't know. I'm not going to focus too much on the game. Both teams shot really, really poorly. I mean, the Warriors shot 34% from the field and 31% from three. Yuck. I mean, the Grizzlies on their end, they shot 38, 39% from the field and 31 from three. So both these teams were probably fatigued from the back-to-back or whatever. But yeah, that was kind of a gross game to watch in that respect. The Warriors missed a ton of layups. Everything was clanking. I mean, this is what happens when you don't have Steph, you don't have Wiseman, you don't have Pascal, you don't have Looney, and you don't get 40 points from Andrew Wiggins. You don't get 20, 21 points from Damian Lee. You did get 26 points from Jordan Poole. So that's something good to focus on. If I were Steph, I would be so happy about the Jordan Poole developments. I mean, if I was Bob Myers, if I was Steve Kerr, if I was anyone on the Warriors outside of people whose spot in the rotation he's taken, I'd be super happy about this because Steph is going to have someone to pass to who could potentially create his own shot, create a shot for someone else, or hit a shot. He hasn't really had that this whole season. And I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Kelly Oubre Jr. has been playing poorly. I don't know if it's just the rotations, the chemistry on court he has with some of the guys who are now in the in the lineup. He's just been playing out of sorts, you know? Like he fouled somebody on a three-pointer and it turned into a four-point play. He's been missing layups. I don't know if he's more hurt than we know. Or maybe he's kind of worried about the trade deadline. Who knows? Jordan Poole's play might actually make Kelly Oubre more expendable, if you think about it. Different players, Oubre obviously is bigger and a much, much better defender, more athletic, getting to the basket, whatever, dunking. But in terms of overall benefit for what the team needs, 
if you get Poole giving you anywhere from 15 to 25 points a game on a nightly basis, then Ubre might be expendable, especially with his potential free agency coming up, and they might want to move him for someone else. I mean, everyone's been talking about moving him, but the Jordan Poole development might make that a bit of an easier decision for the Warriors brass. We'll see. Again, I'll probably keep saying this, but James Wiseman could have used this game and the team could have used James Wiseman. Again, not his fault that he is out due to COVID protocols, contact tracing and all that. But yeah, I mean, all these games, it sucks because with each minute, you know, with each quarter, with each game, he's missing out on that development and experience that he needs to be a difference maker this season, especially against these teams that are definitely beatable. Kent Bazemore, you know, he brings great energy. And I've said in the past that he reminds me of a old school Terry Teagle, just in his kind of manic, maniacal attacks to the basket, single-minded at that. And lately, Kent Bazemore just, he comes in and he'll dribble off of his foot like at least once. He'll step out of bounds on the sideline at least once. He'll just careen into the lane on a fast break without passing and miss the shot, get it blocked like he did tonight, lose the ball, whatever, something like that. So kind of been a negative in that respect. I know he brings other intangibles, veteran leadership and defense, etc. But man, he's been on one, you know, <laughs> where he comes in and like the first play is like a turnover. Something else just to keep an eye on, I'm sure. Hopefully he reduces those errors. Anyway. That's pretty much it. You know, like the positive is that Jordan Poole looks really good still consistently. I'm stunned he's hitting his shot so well. Like I'm really, really stunned. I'm waiting for him to throw up like a a, a bad game, you know, because this is really strange. I don't want him to throw up a bad game, but how can he be this consistent all of a sudden? I love it. It's great. So yes, the Warriors lost, but you know, overall with these Jordan Poole developments, I think uh, I think they're winning. So a couple days off, and then the Philadelphia 76ers without Joel Embiid will be an interesting test. Hopefully Steph is back for that one, or else uh, it could get ugly. Anyway, that's another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at oaklandwarriors.com, and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to follow, listen, and subscribe. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society. And also check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash National Film Society. You can listen to some of the episodes on there if you prefer. And that's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time. And go Dubs.